so the goal of this podcast is to take from John and my trial and error. You know, we, we've been playing individually, um, and we'll get into the individual stuff here in a minute. Um, but we've also been playing together. John and I actually have existed in um, a band now for what? On and off? Gosh. Four years, five years? I'd say about close to five years. Almost close five, five years, years now. So, mm-hmm. so five years. Um, and so, you know, collectively, you know, John's had his path. I've had my path. And as in music, a lot of things will bring you together. Yes. Yeah. And we're actually on a gig right now in yeah. our hotel room. Yeah. We're sitting in a hotel room after the gig. It's It's pretty late at night. And we decided, you know what, this was the perfect motivation for episode one. But we're just going to use it for what it is. And, um, you know, we want to we want to make this about weekend warriors. We want to make this about the people that are going yeah. out there that are earning. Right. Who are, who, who, are, who are trying to either supplement their income or they just enjoy playing music and they just want to get out of the house because they have wife and kids that drive them crazy. You know, whatever, <laughs> whatever it may be, we want to be able to enhance their capabilities um whether it be you know through gear reviews you know um, learning about music theory just all all everything that encompasses learning your instrument and also what chris was saying you know we have working class trial and error like hands-on job on hands-on training if you will Right, so on take, the job take training. This, this is what, yeah, it's like on the job training. So, what if I told you that someone that had worked for 20 plus years and through those 20 years they had learned what works and what doesn't? Yes. Right? Yes. So, we're hoping through, through our trial and error that from a guitar perspective, a drum perspective, and how these two, two roles work together. We Funny can... you mentioned that, Chris. <laughs> I think it is so important for guitarists to have some sort of uh, inspiration being drawn from drummers. Um, I have always, um, well, not not always, but um, when I was in music school, I um, I went to the Atlanta Institute of Music to to <laughs> um, went there, and a lot of my friends at school were all drummers. They were all drummers. You know, the guitar players are. We know how guitar players are. Yep, they they all like to try to compete with each other, especially from a volume standpoint. Um, you know, it was um, really good players in the guitar um, department when I was there. Um, I had a lot of good guitar friends in the in the that were my my uh, classmates. But there were three drummers in the in the drum department um, that were just I just made a connection with and I learned so much about my instrument from theirs from their point of view it helped my guitar playing skills immensely mm-hmm. so I want to make sure that the guitar players out there are not missing out on real inspiration and you know you can go put on some Ingve or Steve Vai and that's great <clears throat> I do it too, you know. I listen to that stuff to get, you know, get my get my my juices going. Mm-hmm. But when I really want to be really truly inspired, every freaking time I go listen to a drummer, and that's just it's something that speaks to me creatively. Um, that's not um, something that a guitar player would necessarily think would be. Mm-hmm. Well, I see what you're going with because it's like I think as a drummer. 
I can watch a lot of drummers, mm-hmm. but at some point there there's a form of competition, right? It, so it's it, one yes. guy trying to outdo another. Yes. And guitar players definitely have that element too. Very so much. what if you looked outside of that? Mm-hmm. You know, do you watch a piano player? Do you watch a drummer? Do you watch a bass player? Do you draw inspiration from somewhere else? Yes. Whereas we would do that with like genres. Yes. Right? Well, uh, piano know? players are my second favorite inspiration, but that's an entirely different podcast. Right. Uh, stay tuned. <laughs> <laughs> so so yeah so being able to draw inspiration from other players will enhance your own ability. So that's going to be a huge element of this podcast, like how a drummer would play a role in a guitar player's uh, development and Mm -hmm. vice versa. Like we're going to, we're going to show you how that kind of works. Um, You know, let's talk a little bit about like our history, John. Talk talk about, you know, guitar um, playing. So basically my story is, um, I started guitar, I got my first guitar when I was um, 11 years old. I got one for Christmas. My mom bought me my first reel. It was a Squire Strat. It was awesome. But my first band gig happened when I was 16 years old. Um, some cats at school, my high school, we got together and you know put the band together. So I really started down my professional path when I was 16. I'm 38 years young now, so I've 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 got about 22 years of of professional gigging experience. Um, you know, playing out on the road for different artists. Um, you know, session work. Um, just recently, also got into the contemporary Christian scene, um, which we're also going to talk about on this podcast. But um, you know, for about 22 years, really been on the Atlanta scene. Um, doing, getting paid for for gigs basically. So and I think that's the that's the concept here is that we're not talking about how long we've played instruments. Right. We're talking about how long that we've played those instruments and sought out a gig. Right. Again, Correct. let's cycle back to what we call this. Like this is supposed to be benefiting the weekend warrior. Yes. So we've made a lot of mistakes. Yes. And we don't want other people to make those same mistakes. Right. We hope that we can provide some kind of value to yes, people that are doing it, this. Yes. And, of course, make it entertaining as well. Yeah, right? absolutely, because we're entertaining fellows. <laughs> so, so John's played guitar professionally. Let's make sure we yeah, use that uh, word. Professionally 22 for 22 years. years, being basically having some sort of payment for services rendered. There you go. Um, so on the professional, you know, skill trade of playing the guitar, but also I worked in music retail working in a music store which is super super huge in my musical career because it's provided me with gigs vis-a-vis networking with people that come through the door um so i've got about seven years of working in music retail you know Basically, when in, in, in the retail settings, you know, I was in management, so I was responsible for keeping up with the Joneses as far as the gear, the products, you know, what, what's, what's the hot, you know, uh, beanie baby of the week, if you will, in each kind of category of, of, of retail. Um, so that, that, that product knowledge we're going to pass on um, to you so we can dispel a lot of myths, a lot of rumors as, as far, especially in the guitar world, there's so much bull jive out there as far as, oh, this is this and this is that. Well, I'm going to give you my two cents on what I think 
Um, with, with, with 22 years of experience. With my 22 years of experience. <laughs> yeah. So, and so on, on, on my side of it, so John's been, you know, he's, he's got a lot of years under his belt. Um, I've played drums. I got my first drum set when I was 15. And really at that point, you know, going into my 16 year old, you know, Chris version, I was like, Hey, you know, this is what I want to do. This is what I want to do for the rest of my life. And practice as, as most, most teenagers are, you know, you get enamored with whatever style of music, you know, makes, Absolutely. You, makes you want to go faster, soup, stronger, soup jour, if yeah. you will. And, uh, by the time I was about 19 or 20, I was playing gigs live. Um, so that puts me, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm 39 now, mm-hmm. uh, years young, years say. young. That's <laughs> correct. Um, so that's what's been about, you know, 20 years of playing in the professional scene. Like, like John said, services rendered. This means mm-hmm. I did a, I did a service. Like some sort of, it. some sort of cash payment. Yeah, it doesn't matter if it was 10 bucks or 20 bucks, you're getting some sort of payment. Right. So let's just, you know, let's talk about, you know, first, you know, John and I, you know, together have forty-two years of live playing experience. I'm just yes. going to let that hang collectively, for a collectively yeah. forty-two put, years. Put that, let that marinate in your yeah. head for 40, a second. Forty-two years. Um, so the other thing is, I, I worked in music retail as well. I spent ten years working in music retail, and um, just like John said, you you end up learning a lot. Not about like you know whether you're a manager in one department. You end up learning a lot, and you know about everything. I learned everything. more about. Reads and mouthpieces oh, God, for band and orchestra, right? Yes. Band and orchestra. You learn tons of that stuff. So yes. again, this is this wide, you know, brushstroke mm-hmm. that he and I have experienced. So we wanted we wanted to take a minute to qualify, you know, kind of our background there. You know, yeah. Why, years why, of playing. why what we're saying really gives a gives a crap? Yeah. Why should you listen to us? Right. You know, why, why does your why does why does our opinion matter? Yes. Um, we think it matters. It matters. It, it matters. Do the yeah. math. Forty-two. Trust me, forty-two guys. That's I'm, right. I'm Seventeen years collectively in music stores. Yeah. Like and and, and and to kind of circle back on on, you know, and not to toot Chris and I's horn toot toot, <laughs> but you know, obviously we've gotten to a point to where the gigs have gotten better, a little mm-hmm. bigger, mm-hmm. you know, a little more skin in the game, if you will. Um, you know, you you obviously get to that point. You know, you got to pay your dues, and then uh, Chris has actually been in more professional touring situations than myself. But when we say, you know, real life experience, like we have, you know, real life touring experiences, opening up for major artists, from you know, being on on radio tours, you know, really seeing and being out on the road having a team on a bus or in a van carrying all your stuff from gig to gig from town to town day after day after day and so that gear is a big part of it absolutely so we get let's just say we load up in a van yeah we load up in a bus load up we gone we gone the 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 most important thing is what we bring with us absolutely so 42 years of experience traveling yes how much crap did you take with you earlier on that did you no good that you definitely wouldn't take now? Uh, I mean, I would probably say almost, I would probably say 80%. 80%. Uh, and yeah. I would say the same. I, I mean, I've toured You saw like, the, I mean, you, he, Chris has seen some of the, the, of the rigs that I've brought on stages and it was just, you know, beyond probably what needed, what was sufficient for the venue Right, uh, it, it, you know, it was more so a image. It, it, it was a look I was trying to go for, more so, you know, efficiency, workflow. That's a perfect way to put it. So we live, you know, in America. 
It's a consumer country, and that's okay. God bless America. God bless America. Um, but because of the consumerism behind it, there's always marketing, there's always branding. Mm-hmm. And so everyone wants to sell their product, and they do a really good job of it, most yes. of them. So, you know, yes. there's, there's what, 200,000 effects pedals you could buy? Oh, right? Yeah, I mean, so how many got, of these, yeah. let me, let me yeah. just say, like, how many of these would you really need? in a pedal board, right? How many of these are really useful in a pedal board? Yes. And which ones are terrible? Which ones have failed you on the road? Like, can you give a specific story? I, I, can, I, can, I can give you a quick story right off the top of my head. Um, we were actually, when you first came into um, one of the gigs that we were involved in together with one of the artists, um, I had just bought a particular uh, tremolo pedal and I won't mention the name or the the brand because I can't endorse from later. So yeah, it's not, not. We won't trash anybody. Anyway, uh, so the tremolo pedal was just um, sounded great in my bedroom when I was practicing along to my my music at home, doing my homework, my wood shedding at home. Got in the rehearsal hall with the band, and it just didn't work. It wasn't musical. It sounded like shit. Yeah. Yeah. That's that's a great example too because... It just didn't work. And that happens so many times with uh, guitarists. They go out and they'll buy a pedal because of somebody's playing it or it's... I saw it on Joe Bonamassa's pedal board or Eric Johnson had that. Well, that doesn't mean it's going to work for you and it's going to work for your gigging situation. Right. Well, I think the thing so, to analyze is like what what is the artist you're playing with? Like you don't go out with right. a jazz artist and bring yeah, a, dual, and, and, a dual rectifier. Right? You know, the same thing with the drums too. It's it's you got to know what type of of symbols uh, you need to bring. Yeah, mm-hmm. you know, do you need to bring dry symbols? They need to be. You know, do you need to have twenty inch crashes? Do you need to have fifteen inch hats? You know, there you've got to be able to diagnose. Yep. You, the artist, the music, based on you know obviously the 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 music you're getting, the charts you're getting, whatever you're getting to to process, you have to be able to um, identify quickly what you need, what's going to work. So if you have to go do an audition, right? You, you, and there's nothing you, you, worse than showing up at an audition for say a country band or a country rock band, and you roll in there with your and I'm just going to say it Zildjian Z Custom Series cymbals, oh, and those are made for like mm, hard rock and metal. Mm. And you know what? It was cool because the metal drummer I love mm-hmm. plays them, True. and I got this country gig, and they're the only cymbals I have. So I'm going to go and I'm going to do this. I'm going to tell you, this situation is exactly what this podcast exists for. Right. Know what gear you should be using in that moment. Right. Where have you fallen flat? Because I've I mean, I, I'm, I'll be shameless. I had a Zildjian Z custom symbol. Yeah, I played it on a few gigs. And, 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 and we're not, we're not, we're not crapping on that Z custom. No, absolutely you know, not. It, I mean, it's, it, it it's, has its, its purpose, time and place, right? Mm-hmm. And I think that's what we're going to help navigate through is um, how to really, um, like I said, man, for the weekend warrior, we're here for you guys. We're here to make sure that you're getting the best bang for the buck out of everything you're doing. Yeah. And so we, we want to talk about genres, like we're going to talk about, you know, country genres, and whether that be straight country, country rock. Yes. Um, we can talk All about, genres. you know, rock bands that we've been in. Um, I've been in some pop rock stuff, and 
you know, collectively, he and I, he and I both are, are in the church scene now. A lot of yes, yeah, very excited Christian. about that. I've, I've um, we'll be delving really deep into that later as the podcast come come at you on a regular basis. So um, I think you know this is this is an important topic or an important point to make. I should say, um, John and I have played in a lot of different genres, but I can I can say that I've never carried the same rig between those genres. My, my, no, my rig has no. changed, right? Absolutely. So, so yeah. you have to have a rig right. as you, you know, as you go on as a musician, you're going to have a rig that evolves. Yes, and and also, you know, we're totally aware that this shit costs money. Yeah. It's not cheap. I yeah. mean, especially for you drummers, man. Like, it's the struggle is real it's out there. Symbols alone. <laughs> the struggle is real, so... I think that's where we're really, really, really going to help you cats out out there by shooting you straight, letting you know, hey, that Z Custom ain't going to work for this gig, yep. you know, um, and steer you into something that is more accustomed for that gig and ain't going to hurt the wallet hurt the wallet so our, our plan is to review products our plan yes, is lots to, of product reviews you know, talk about those products and then how they would pertain to a certain genre or mm-hmm. maybe what we're using you know what's our favorite thing that we're using right now yeah or it could just be a soup du jour product that we're really turned on by and it's awesome and it's cutting edge technology right um definitely going to be doing a lot of that type of um gear review stuff um because i think think a lot obviously from everything that's out there that you can consume uh, people want to know about gear they want to know they want to know what uh what's out there what's good what's not or at least people you know people like to hear other people's opinion yeah i think so um especially when it's coming from people who know what they're talking about and i think time in the industry yeah. yeah i think my best good friend chris and i are very very well qualified to let you know what uh what's good and what's not right and let's just let's just re- remind everybody this is about the guy that's playing on the weekend he wants yes. to turn his his hobby maybe it's just a hobby in the yes. house into making money right, right. so you Supplementing can't, you can't the income like or, you right. can't necessarily take your home rig and play in your rock band maybe you could and then that and we'll get there mm-hmm. you may not be able to take that rig and play in your funk band you could right um, but it, your rig is probably not going to work for everything if you've not done that research no it's just not there's there's certain you know um, I'm sorry I, I hate I, I love line six but I'm not going to take a line six spider amp out to a gig not even a small little bar gig um, I just uh, you know if you have to that's fine you know I don't want to I don't want to sound too gear snobby or anything but I think ultimately, if you're trying to really be the ultimate weekend warrior, you know, you want to sound good. Yep. And sounding good doesn't have to, you don't have to take out a second mortgage or, you know. Well, part of sounding good also means you're going to get hired again. Or right. you're going to get recommended again. So yeah, let's those, remember those small bars or restaurants or coffee shops, whatever you're doing, they're going to be like, hey, 
those guys are actually they sound good. I'd like to have them back. How does how does John spend twenty two years playing professionally and I spend twenty years playing professionally and continue to make that a year over year thing? Well, because we've made good decisions. With, yes. With our bad decisions, we've we've learned from those bad decisions. We've changed those into good decisions. Uh, early on, we identify those and we continue refining and refining and refining until it's just a system. Now we don't even have to think about it. Right. It's, um, it's you know, just gig comes up. Nature. And, you know, you, you continue to do a great job you sound good you carry yourself well as a musician we'll get into that in a future future podcast mm-hmm. um but these things get you rehired you know so if you show up with your line six spider amp and <laughs> you're it sounds, definitely not gonna get you're that prob- you're more probably, than likely probably not gonna right. get that call back i hate to say that and that's not to trash on line six's stuff but their product is more for probably the home it, player it's, it's it's meant for your for your bedroom to practice at home yep. so you can hook up your little cd player and your headphones and you plug in your little and yeah, this this may sound kind of douchey what we're talking about right here, but let me just challenge yeah, you. Let you me know. challenge you, listeners, to go out to a few concerts and tell me how many Line Six amps you see. Absolutely, uh, drop the mic on that one, Mr. Mathis. So you know what? So, so you know what I mean? Like that's that's what I'm saying. Like that's this is where we're coming from. Like you, you'll probably hear some of the things we say and go, "Wow, those guys are those guys are pretty arrogant." But there's a lot of stuff we could say or not say, or you could do their own mm-hmm. market research market research yourself and, and probably go, "Yeah, they were right." You know, and, and um, we're not going to come. Hopefully, not come across as know-it-alls. We just want to share this information. Yeah, it's it's just all about empowering you guys, so you can feel informed. You can get somebody's opinion that that really has has put the rubber to the road, if you will, with this stuff. Whether it be gear, playing, touring, any all this stuff. Yep. Um, you know, we're gonna really touch on a lot of things that are going to help out that weekend warrior who maybe just wants to be able to play a little bit better we're going to touch on all that too we're not necessarily going to drive you down a path of you got to do this for a living we're going to show you how to make money you know we're we're it's it's you know what i'm saying like i don't i don't want this to be a uh how to be a professional music, you know, from yep. uh, from these two jackasses. That's still a, that's still up to you as a player, right? Yep. Exactly. I think <laughs> what we want to do is give you education and the tools to inspire you, empower you, mm-hmm. if you will. Absolutely. To um, yeah, I mean, our hope, my, my hope, our hope is to to inspire people to go, you know. I've got limited resources. Maybe it's you know economical, yes. you know, or because that is a factor. That's time, a, that's a, maybe that's it's a time, big factor. You know, money, time. These are all valuable things, and you know, our hope is to steer people um, to to those things. So, so I feel like we've you know in the last twenty minutes really talked about what we're going to be about. We're we're anticipating doing this to podcast for a long time. So I think it's yeah. okay that we spent some time on this. For yeah, me. yeah, yeah. We definitely need to uh, lay a foundation for our. Um, our purpose for while we're doing this you know uh it's awesome for me and chris because we get to hang out in the hotel room and and um basically talk about music yeah so our plan is to take you guys along with us like i said we're we're both in a band together now yes Um, we know we'll we'll go our separate ways and play our own things and then there's always something that brings us back together so in these moments um I, i anticipate that we'll have a lot of chats together and you guys get to, to join in yeah and we're we're super excited we hope everybody will subscribe to our little podcast and we can really um kind of make this thing awesome because in, in our heads it's really awesome 
There's some really <laughs> awesome in our yeah, heads. In our heads, it's really awesome. But I think that <clears throat> um, part of you know we, we can think this is awesome in our heads. Yeah. Uh, and we've you know we've talked about this for what two months now. You know, yes. sitting down. We've at least two months. At least two months. We've we've really brainstormed this. So we, we don't want you guys to think we're just turning on a recorder and just you know just hearing ourselves talk in this hotel room. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. There is a purpose. There, there, the other part of this is that we want to hear back from you guys. Like, if yeah, you're we excited want, we about where this is we going. Want interaction. Yeah, yeah. We want to hear from you guys and say, you know, you guys are terrible. Yeah. <laughs> Hopefully not. We don't really um, care about what you're talking about. Yeah. Let us know. You know, steer yeah. us in a direction. You know, we, we are your vessel for, yep. for, for knowledge. But I think, like, anything that we might throw under a, a, a self-help or a motivational type thing, um, you know, as human beings, we want to be seeking out um, validation. Absolutely. So that validation could come in a lot of forms, and and we're hoping that um, there's some validation that, that we feel in what we've done Mm-hmm. And, you know, mm-hmm. we, we we're on a I lot agree. of gigs with a lot of guys playing and it's cool to meet people. And we go, you know, we touched base with maybe six people tonight, 10 yeah. people tonight. Mm-hmm. What if we could make that bigger? What if we could, you know, make a bigger brushstroke and make that bigger and say, absolutely, hey, 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 talk with us a little bit. Like, tell us what you're trying to accomplish mm-hmm. and, and, and tell us what you like. Tell us what you don't. Mm-hmm. We're totally open to that kind of thing. Absolutely. And just know that, you know, this is coming from a place of what I would say is very humble, you know, after all these years, like we want to take this knowledge and go, what can we do to give it away? Right. Because I will give you another quick circle back around to some qualifications. When I was at music school, the Atlanta Institute of Music, I got my ass humbled to me on a daily basis <laughs> at that place. We had uh, performance classes there, the drum program, bass program, the guitar program. Each level of the courses in each program we had performance so everybody had the same assigned five songs for the quarter bass players drummers guitar players and you get in the performance hall I mean it was it was set up like a small mid-sized club you know PA stage mm-hmm. drum riser mm-hmm. no pressure no pressure <laughs> right and, and when I say no pressure okay when I was at AIM some of the instructors that were teaching there were world-class musicians and they would demo the songs before we play them right i realized quickly i had no business being at that school Mm. um you know i was being songs were being demoed by like guys like some dude named tom knight who plays drums who's that some i don't know (laughs) um another local um guy his name's randy hoexter he's a phenomenal penist you like that penist penis i think that's the proper term isn't it penist okay uh producer um anyway he was a teacher uh when i was at aim um so tom knight him gary willis a bass player look him up phenomenal session guy um, he actually did a uh, funny story about Gary Willis. He played the uh, OPP, Naughty by Nature. He oh, did wow. the, he did the bass track on See, OPP. See kids, you learn something every day. I, you, you, I, that's what we're here for. <laughs> so being humbled at that school every day because I was surrounded. All the teachers were, were monster players. My classmates were monster players. I was humbled on a daily basis. So when we say we've been humbled, I mean, we've been, we've, we've seen the best of the best and we're, we, you know, we draw inspiration from that. So we come from a place of pure and absolute 
our asses have been humbled. Yeah, big time. I mean, I told John a story going to the gig today. Mm-hmm. Uh, early on in my career, I got this gig with a pop rock band. Loved this band. And, and, and you know, you guys got to keep in mind, I'm like 22, 23 years old. Um, I, I'm not... I'm not, you know, fully seasoned at all. No one is at that time. And um, the guitar player, uh, I guess maybe I'd made this mistake several times. Maybe, maybe not. But I felt like I did once, once, uh, <laughs> once this one thing happened. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we were we were probably three songs, four songs into the set, and um, here I go counting in the next song, and the guitar player is mid guitar change. <laughs> Love that. Love that, right? So the whole band's ready? Nope, it's not. Nope. And I'm and here I am, one, two, three, and the here we band go, starts. Right. And the guitar player's not ready. Mm. Um, so apparently this had happened a few times, or he had yeah. a short fuse, because he decided to pick up a beer bottle, not a beer can, a beer bottle, a bottle. and throw it in the general direction Yikes. of the drum set. Yeah, we're talking straight roadhouse. Yeah, I mean, it was just like rage, wow. you know what I mean? And, yeah. and I'm 22, 23, and I was like... Left an impression on, on a young musician. Yeah, and I can tell you to this day... Do you think I'll, I'll look around a lot before I count in a song? You bet your Bunsen burner. Yeah, I sure do. I look all around the place, and you know I'm making sure the guitar player's ready, the bass player's ready. I'm probably checking too much, but you oh, know yeah. what? Every dude on stage is ready when I start counting that Absolutely. song off. So humbled, right? Yes. Humbled, humbled, humbled all the time. Yes. So, so guys, we hope that you like what we're we're kind of laying out for you. We yeah. hope that what our our plan going forward is to do product reviews, how those products fit inside of genres. We're going to talk about influences, some yes. past, some future, yes. individual bands, individual players. Um, and, you know, we'd like to cover things like the news mm-hmm. and, and you know, hot hot topics of the week, of of soup du jour, if you will, <laughs> yeah. a soup du jour segment. Du jour, yeah. But guys, you know, we'll, we'll just cycle back. We really would love to hear back from you. Yes, leave, leave comments. Uh, give us give us some feedback if you're excited about where we're going with this podcast. If you're not excited, if you have suggestions, we're open to those as Absolutely. well. Absolutely, help help a brother out. Help yeah. a brother out. But we're excited to get this going, episode yes. one, and um, we look forward to, to more of them coming up. So, Get Fiddles and Pear Diddles is uh, wrapping up, and uh, Chris, I enjoyed our first episode. I did too. Uh, it was really, uh, I hope, hope insightful for you guys, and uh, we have a, a path going forward, so we look forward to talking to you guys next week. We out. <laughs>